Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Evolvepreneur After Hours Show. I'm your host, Michelle McDonald. My mission is to help entrepreneurs navigate the messy world of startups or relaunch, commonly called a pivot. Join me today as we dig deep with our guests to get you the best concepts and strategies to fast track your business. Today's topic is happy noise living loudly with perspective and passions with my special guest, Fitz Kohler. Noisy, bossy, compelling, Fitz Kohler of Fitzness.com is the author of multiple books, including My Noisy Cancer Comeback, Your Healthy Cancer Comeback, Sick to Strong, and Healthy Cancer Comeback Journal. She is a busy keynote speaker, professional race announcer, and a fitness expert. She is excited to help you do better and be better. Fitz, welcome, welcome. Michelle, I got to tell you, you are you are the one person I've met lately that out bubbles me. So what a delight. Thank you for having me on your show. You're very welcome. Um, and it's awesome. We have our bubbliness going on. You keep mm -hmm. that energy flowing. <laughs> From your book title and glimpses of your journey, I can tell that there's a lot of fight in you. So much so that it is no surprise that you've competed as a kickboxer for over a decade. What did it feel like to be able to do that? Ah, exhilarating, exhilarating. So much fun. I think some people look at combat sports and think scary. And all I thought was uh, more, more, please. My my favorite part of fighting was kicking people in the head. And um, I love the act of picking my foot up and whacking someone with it. But what I really loved was the chess match. You know, it's a very mm. smart sport. It's intelligent. And so my goal was not only to put my foot up high and aim for your head, but it was to get trick you into moving your head into my foot and causing that head on collision. So uh, kickboxing was easily the most fun thing I've ever done in my entire life. I don't know if I'll ever surpass it. I'll keep trying. And it also was one of the uh, greatest sources of business savvy in my life as well. So yeah, Interesting. there's a lot of fight in me. I think most people have some quality fight in them, but mine's a little more obvious. Yeah, that's a very interesting twist, business savvy and kickboxing. But I love how you included the strategy aspect of it because we kind of think like um, sports is so like heads on, just like physical, but there's so much mental that goes into it. Hey, man, if you're not strategic, if you're not smart, you you end up on the ground bleeding. Yeah, so uh, it, and it, you can't always be the strongest. You can't always be the fastest or the tallest or you know, the best with your skills. But if you're smarter than the other guy, you can make the absolute best of your own skills and take advantage of their weaknesses. So yeah, that was, I, I just loved fighting. I would, I would do it today if, if situations were different, but yeah, it's, fighting was great. Awesome. We can see you glowing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is so much joy, energy, and strength that exudes from your photos on your website. Fitness.com, yeah. and it's absolutely inspiring. There's even a statement that says, "Live better and longer with fitness." Yeah. How do these connect with the legacy you want to leave? 
Yeah. So I'm a, a laser focused professional. You know, some people kind of meander through the world. I know exactly who I want to be. I started teaching when I was 15 and I fell in love with helping people. And, you know, there's some people, they'll be the yoga girl or the kickboxing guy or the CrossFit person. Okay. Well, good for them. I, I can block all of my personal fitness passions out and laser focus on what helps you live better and longer. My sole purpose is to make fitness understandable, attainable, and fun. If, if I can convince you that you can understand fitness, you can achieve it, and you can have a good time doing it, well, then you are going to live better and longer. You know, right? I want to tack at least 10 years of quality life onto everyone I come across and uh, I work really hard to do that. And I, I've been pretty successful so far. I haven't, I haven't reached everyone in the world, Michelle, but I'm making a dent. Yes, you absolutely are. And, and I think that it's so interesting how all of the different photos, like they show a different side of you yeah. and it connects with different parts of the people who you would consider your community, which is extremely important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm so fortunate in the race announcing side of my world and my work that I, I don't have to do any arm twisting when I'm race announcing. And so if people don't know what that is, I man the start and finish lines of some of the largest, most iconic running events in the United States. So Los Angeles Marathon, Big Sur Marathon, Buffalo Marathon, Detroit Free Press, the Donna in Jacksonville. I mean, I, I have dozens every year. And so what happens is as the runners or walkers show up on race morning, I'm there to greet them. I'm usually on a tall tower stage. I have great music playing and I get them engaged, informed and entertained. And I'm big on the entertainment part because I think it should be fun. Yeah. If, it, if people weren't here for the fun, they would just go run alone on their treadmill or in their neighborhood. They came to have a good time and uh, I love them. And, and in my fitness career, I have to do a lot of arm twisting and trying to convince people to exercise. But on race day, I mean, Los Angeles Marathon, they literally hand me 30,000 people that weekend who think exercising wow. is a great idea. And my job is just to make sure they know what to do. They know where to go and, uh, and, and then make sure they have a good time. So I whip them into the, a frenzy at the start and then I yell go and they leave. And I'm sad that they left because we were having so much fun. And then I move over to the finish line. Quite often I get a car ride there and the runners will come and meet me. And when they, when they come into the finish line, technology allows me to welcome them, most of them by name. And so I make sure that our first runner in feels like a champion. And then if I've got 27,000 athletes, I want to make sure every last one of them feels like a champion too, because all yeah. they had to beat them that day was themselves. So yeah. uh, I, I find it such a privilege. And so many of those photos you see are, are of me either speaking and corporations or doing the race announcing. And when those runners show up, I'm obsessed with them. I am in love. And I, I, you know, you can see sometimes I, I grope them, you know, they come to the finish line and I can tell who wants to ignore me and then who needs a hug. And I'm, I'm draped all over these strangers who instantly become my best friend, at least for the Aww. moment. And yeah. I, I just love what I do. I, I wish everybody a career they love so much. Yes. And especially with, with fitness, because as you stated, um, Persons don't automatically see it in a way that really brings like wholeness mm -hmm. and perspective on their lives. Like it can really do so much. It can it can change you from the inside out if you let it. If you let it, that's right. You have to make those good choices. And you know, they say it's not what happens to you, it's how you respond. And I mm -hmm. I really believe that. We've got choices to be made every day. And I wake up happy to be awake, happy to be alive. And 
um, willing to tolerate all sorts of stupidity just to keep going with a smile on my face. Life yeah. isn't perfect, right? Right. And, and sometimes, like you said, we just need to laugh about it and move on. Uh-huh. It's a choice. It's a choice every time. So I'm excited to dive into our topic because I find it very interesting. Happy noise, living loudly with perspective and passions. Talk to us about what this is and how can we experience it? Yeah, so I think it starts with knowing who you are. And um, one of my great gifts is being bossy. You know, I'm I'm actually quite knowledgeable in my field. I have a master's in exercise and sports sciences, and I know the truth behind fitness. And with fitness, gosh, you're so there's so much clutter. There's so much static. There's so many liars out there trying to get you to do diets and and buy pills and powders and supplements and all this snake oil that I have to be a little bit louder, right? And so I, I do make a living on a microphone, which is where the noisy comes in. But sometimes I have to drown out the ugly noise. I have to drown out the lies. And I sometimes have to do that with brutal honesty. Sometimes I have to do it by poking people in the chest and telling them the things they don't want to hear just because it's good for them. And um, fortunately, I get away with it because the people that are coming to me for guidance know that I love them. So I get to be a little rough and tough with them sometimes, you know, tell the truth isn't always easy to hear. Uh, so yeah, noisy. I'm I'm noisy. And then, you know, we you touched on it, but during my uh, nightmare year and a half going through cancer care, I maintained my my volume. I, I did not sit down. And I think uh, if I would have taken a year and a half off and just stayed at home, people wouldn't have blamed me, but I would have blamed me. And, uh, you know, my life would have stunk. All I would have been was sick and uh, my business would have deteriorated. It just would have disappeared. And so instead, even before I started chemo, before I knew what I was in for, and I was brutalized by cancer treatment. I was so sick. I was all the things, everything was wrong with me. But I committed up front that I wasn't going to miss out on special time with my kids. If they had a show, a sports ceremony, I was going to be there no matter what. And then also I wasn't going to miss out on my career. And I boarded over 30 planes out of Gainesville, Florida to go announce these monster races. I showed up with a bald head and uh, gray skin and glossy eyed. And, you know, sometimes I would sleep on those hotel bathroom floors. I was a very sick person. Um, but my alarm would go off at 4.30 and I drag myself off that hotel bathroom floor and I get dressed. And uh, it, it was incredible how much was going wrong with me. <laughs> you know, there was such intense suffering. But the second I stepped onto my stage surrounded by those thousands of people, everything that was wrong with me disappeared. All of a sudden, my focus was off of me, was directly on them and their joy uh, you know, fueled me and I got to be full force Fitz Kohler again, as long as I was with them. And what a blessing to be in a career with these things that I'm obsessed with and these people I adore. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it really served my benefit. If I had, you know, right now, kind of the uh, mentality is, oh, you're sick, hide out. You know, I, I understand not, not passing along contagions, but there was no hiding out for me. If I would have stayed home and missed my events, I would have cried all weekend. I would have been tragically sad. I might have died from sorrow. Instead, I had more uh, adventure and fun than most healthy people do in a decade. And so I will conti- continue making noise no matter what. Happy noise. 
until uh, until I'm six feet under because there ain't no other way for me to live. Yeah, and we are rooting for you. Absolutely. Um, of course, we uh, applaud you for your journey, for, for choosing every day to live in victory, be optimistic despite what's going on. And, and as you say that you allowed all of that positive energy to just fuel you every day. And you know, you were like, it's not just about me. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than what I'm experiencing. I'm doing it for them. Yeah. These people are part of my extended community. It's beautiful. Yeah. And you know what, Michelle, I think so many people can bring that into their day. It's amazing how many people get frustrated by traffic, for example. You know, they're in a big traffic jam. When I'm in a traffic jam, all I can think is, thank God I'm not in the car that spun off the road that caused a traffic jam, right? Like how fortunate that I'm not in that collision being metafact out. So, you know, that's the same person miserable in their jam that when they get to work, they want every one of their fellow uh, co-workers to know I am miserable because I was in a traffic jam and blah, blah, blah. And what are they doing? They're just bringing it down. They're bringing everybody down with them. Mm -hmm. um, so I think people should be really quick to compliment much, much slower to complain. Yeah, absolutely. Is there another tip or an example that you want to share with our audience on how they can live loud no matter what's happening in their lives? Uh, yeah. So it starts with the perspective. It could always be worse. You know, for me with cancer, even though cancer was scary, I decided, okay, well, I'm not a kid with cancer. It's not my kid with cancer. And because I'm so grateful for those two things, I will put on my big girl panties and I will figure it out. You know, I cried a lot. It was stressful. It was scary. It was, it was painful, but I also decided to be happy and, and get on with it and do the things that were wonderful that I could sticking with your passions, no matter what, um, remember that you can do hard things. It's interesting. If you start going on, checking off your list of accomplishments through life, boy, you know, raising great kids, that's hard to do. Uh, accomplishing school, you know, graduating from whatever degree you have. We all have these successes in our history. Sometimes we just have to um, pull on them to, or conjure them up in our mind to remember what we're capable of. And, uh, and more importantly, from a health standpoint is I want everybody to prepare your body to do battle today because you never know when illness or injury will strike. I certainly was not prepared for a cancer diagnosis. And I'm sure someone who gets hit by a bus isn't prepared for that either. But what I can tell you, if you have taken care of your body and you are strong and fit going into any sort of crisis, well, A, you're less likely to deteriorate quickly and B, you're more likely to recover and rebound quickly. You can save yourself from paralysis if you have a strong support system surrounding your spinal column. So, you know, a healthy body will uh, save the day in many occasions. So please take care of yourself. It's, you know, we got to have these tools up here. Um, but yeah, every single day you should put some time and effort into, you know, strength training, cardio, flexibility, balance, watch what you put in your mouth, get some sleep, remove the cranky people. It's not so complicated. And if you, if you stick with some simple principles of healthy living, boy, you could actually have a healthy life. Yeah. And I love your holistic perspective on it. You weren't just focused on the physical aspect. Your very first number one thing was perspective. Yeah. That makes the difference. And you've shown us the example through what you've chosen to do for years in adversity afterwards. 
just flourishing and shining. And it really started off with your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, those things are choices. That's the beauty of it all. It's, you're not born with this stuff. You're, um, you're not blessed by wealthy parents or a certain background, you know, perspective is something anybody can choose for themselves. Mm -hmm. And we should. Definitely. We should. So of course we have to know how can we get a copy of your current and upcoming books and of course connect with you so we can continue to live loudly. Oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. I want to eat you up, Michelle. So uh, fitness.com is my home base for everything. It's my headquarters. That's F-I-T-Z as in zebra, N-E-S-S, the word fitness with my Z in the middle, fitness.com. And there you'll find all sorts of resources to help you live better and longer. There's free recipes, free workout videos, free, 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 lots and lots of stuff on the site. However, my books are housed there. Now, my books are sold wherever books are sold. So, yes, you can go to Amazon, et cetera. But I love it when people come to fitness.com because I sign 100% of the books that leave my office. Oh. All sent off with a free gift and they all come with really cute, fun packaging because I want it to be a good experience for people. Uh, my noisy cancer comeback is running at the mouth while running for my life. That's my memoir. And you'll hear all about my adventures and misadventures while traveling the country with cancer. And then the next two books I'm elated by. And what I want to ask anybody who knows somebody with cancer or someone who recently had cancer, please make sure they know these books exist. Because the first is uh, Your Healthy Cancer Comeback sick to strong. And it is a guidebook, a blueprint for cancer patients and survivors to dig their way out of that hole that chemo radiation surgeries have put them in. And uh, when I hit rock bottom, when I was skeletally skinny and weak, I wasn't defeated because I'm a fitness expert. I knew exactly how to rebuild my body. I knew how to get back to where I wanted to. But I imagine if I were not a fitness expert, in those dark days, I might've been really defeated and I might've given up. And so uh, there's a lot of people being brutalized by these treatments. So this book is, it gives you all the answers. It's okay. So you're newly diagnosed. Here's how you approach life. You're, uh, you're going through chemo. Here's how you approach fitness and health. And uh, we talk nutrition, we talk exercise. There's a massive section with a photo pictorial shows standard exercises. If you can't stand, here's things you can do in a chair. If you can't sit in a chair, here's things you can do in bed to get stronger and maintain mobility. And what, every time you get in the shower, here's some stretches you can do in there. And when you're in an exam room, because I tell you what, when you get diagnosed with cancer, your whole life feels like you're stuck in an exam room, just waiting, waiting for your oncologist or your radiologist or your primary care. It never ends. But once you shut that door, you're in a private space. You, instead of sitting in the chair fretting, you can stand up, you can march in place, you can put your earbuds in, you can dance around, you can do push-ups against the wall or squats or stretches on the exam room table. So there's a ton of photos with instructions on how to do those things and make the best of a bad situation. And then it, the other book is the companion journal. And so you know, cancer is something you, you should keep track of. It's places to document your diagnosis specifically uh, and your treatment plan and your scans and results, but then also your feelings and your thoughts and what kind of nickname do you have for your tumor and what kind of nickname do you have for your port and who your best friend to talk to is and which one of your friends is driving you crazy. And so there's a whole bunch of prompts 
to uh, entertain and help keep you uh, engaged in your own situation. And then the back half of the book is uh, pure fitness logs to help you uh, create a plan or yeah, dig, take on your plan, document your exercises and track your progress. And Michelle, do you know what strawberry moments are? No, where are they? Okay, so strawberry moments are something that my kids were exposed to at summer camp. And so okay. they went to a sleepaway camp out in the woods. Really, it was such a cute place. But at the end of the night, when each cabin um, got together before bed, all the campers would go around the room and talk about their strawberry moment, which was their favorite moment of the day, something good that happened to them. Yeah. And so maybe it would be that they won the swimming competition, but it also might have been they made a new friend or someone said something kind to them and made them feel special. And so with cancer, gosh, you need to look for the silver linings. You know, it's, it would be, it would be a flat out lie for me to say that nothing good came from cancer. You know, there was always someone being kind or someone doing something special for me, or, you know, there was, there was always a perk to each day, a special moment. And so that daily log lists, an opportunity for people to um, write down their strawberry moments and hopefully, you know, end their day with a smile. And so those books, all three of them are at fitness.com. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited. You know, I, uh, my memoir, I love that people are enjoy enjoying it and they get those lessons in perspective and passions and positivity. But these books I think are going to be real lifesavers because you know, it's proven that exercise, quality nutrition, sleep, stress management, yes, it will help prevent cancer. But if you have it, it will help increase your chances of uh, hitting remission and it will decrease your chances of recurrence. So um, there, people actually have a lot of control, a lot of power over their own situation. And I just I can't wait to get these books in their hands. Absolutely. And of course, now we know where to get our hand signed book right. at Fitness. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Definitely want to get those. Uh, I love the concept of strawberry moments. Now it's in my it's in my mind. I have to think about every day now, you know, mm -hmm. capture what is my strawberry moment so that I can have more of a sense of mindfulness and, and being present. Because sometimes we feel like the day is such a blur and we forget everything. But if you stop no. and and take the time to identify, like, what was my favorite moment? That made me smile, you know? And yeah, and you know what? I think people should spike the football more often, celebrate their accomplishments or, you know, what just fun experiences they have. We should we should do more about that. Everybody's so humble. Oh, I'm not good at this. I'm, don't don't praise me. Baloney. It's OK for people to praise you and your response to just be thank you. And it's OK to lay praise on yourself. Maybe you did something great or somebody else did something great. But these strawberry moments matter. Yeah, they absolutely do. Fits your photos, journey, and constant desire to live loudly speaks volumes to the way you inspire others to live an amazing life and the level of impact you want to leave on the world. You are remarkable, and we thank you for sharing your story and message with us. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. And to all of your listeners, you know, if you stop by any of my social channels, please say hello and let me know that you heard me on Michelle McDonald's podcast. I'd much rather have friends than just followers. Absolutely. That fills a community. Yeah. 
So thank you for being a part of another awesome guest episode of the Evolvepreneur After Hours show. Before you go, if you like this episode, we'd be very grateful for a five-star review and consider recommending the show to a friend or two. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes at evolvepreneursecrets.show right now. Until next time, and if you are an entrepreneur, make a start on your next great idea today.